Hey there, and welcome to day 275 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast that has the matching YouTube channel that's titled Just the Same. I'm Andrea and I'm back. I'm doing uh, one more tonight just because I think I'm probably trying to get caught up a little bit here. Um, And in that, I'm kind of down to it. I think I have maybe only 30 stories left before I start to get to writing. I was going to write today, but I'll tell you what, I've just been spinning like a top. I just got back with a few light groceries and it's after 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) I can't even get over that. I've just been going all day long. Um, Super beautiful day. Went to an estate sale, caught up with some friends, got to Home Depot, paint chips, herbs, you know, this sort of thing. Um just have had just a wonderful day. And so I do not even know if I'm going to get to writing tomorrow just because I think I might go to worship and then go over to a neighboring town, uh, Pagosa Springs, super pretty, uh, just because there is the couple that is doing the pilot on HGTV for, I think it's called Building Roots. I'm not sure. I have to look. Um, Georgia and I watched it together last weekend in Denver, and sure enough, they were filming a remodel renovation here um, in my hometown, or, you know, not hometown, but you know what I'm saying, in my neck of the woods. (laughs) And with that, I'd love to meet the couple that's doing this pilot, and they own a... um, they own a little coffee shop over in Pagosa Springs called Roots. So I'm like, you know what? You should head over there and see if you can connect with them and introduce them to the showroom and that sort. So um, I don't know if I'm going to get writing done tomorrow, but I've got to kick it up here shortly. I'm I'm left to some pretty, I think you've seen it, like I keep telling you. I'm, I'm either left to the pieces where they're so embarrassingly fresh and new, you know, from when I was very first writing, or else they're just like, whoa, like super extra crunchy. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to read this ever, you know, <laughs> like, I have my hands buried in my face <laughs> or my face buried in my hands. I mean, this, some of these just are super hard, you guys. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I can't believe you even wrote that. Um, but they've happened and I need to not be ashamed and I need to not be like, you know, bigger than that. I mean, I just, I need to just go for it. So whatever, man, um, tonight's crunchy. (laughs) It's called, I need you real. And so it begins. I was tucked up in full fetal position on the Berber bathroom floor. I had one hand cupped over my forehead, resting between my forehead and the Berber carpet. The other hand, it was raised up behind me, reaching full length towards God just the best that I could as I cried out, broken heart and flooded tears to my God. I could hardly breathe among the sobs, lest get a full sentence out for him. All that would come out was, why? Over and over and over again. Why? I could hear his footprints coming closer, his footsteps. I could hear his footsteps coming closer and into the bedroom and then into the bathroom, resting just some feet from me. Still face down, praying in fetal position, I tried to stifle the cries so that I could hear what he was going to say. He kicked me in the side with his foot so that my body fell into a pile on the floor. A lot of women would just be happy to live in a house like this. 
he walked away and out of the room. I'm looking at tickets for a women's conference this morning, asking God to provide the resources and the time and the days off to get there. He will. I love conferences, but they are especially hard for me because I know the truths that stand in the audience, shoulder to shoulder, singing their hearts out, that the church body denies and dances around. There are many, many women in that audience being abused by their Christian husbands. Some of them are pastors. Some of them believe that the emotional and verbal abuse doesn't count. Some of these Christian women abuse their own children near every day, yelling at them, belittling them, yanking on their arms to show them what they did. Yes, you. And yet each and every one lines up in the pews and takes their communion each Sunday, so thankful that nobody important to them knows this. Jesus. As I am comparing conference after conference and I look at the lineup of speakers, oh boy, they have hit near every ounce of diversity they can think of. Men, women, young, old, black, white, Asian, says in parentheses, there are only three nationalities, right? End of parentheses. A few extra pounds and skinny as a rail. Nailed it for the Lord. (laughs) Jesus. The biographies truly only miss one thing, it appears. Do you know how to love just like him? Be real with me. I need you to be real with me. Jesus, I need you to be real with me. Jesus, write to you, friend. He needs you to be real with him. He needs you to look and love a whole lot like him. No more abuse and no more dancing around it either. Love, I love you. Okay, so I cut out just a little section. It's just, it isn't relevant anymore. It literally even, like, mentions 2017. So anyway, took a little snippet out, but it opens up a conversation, you guys. It really does. Um, Many of you may not ever be affected by this, which is wonderful. Let me tell you, like, if you are in a relationship or marriage or what sort that where you are just absolutely ridiculously loved, ridiculously supported, ridiculously safe, um, do not take that for granted. Um, and with that, if you know somebody that has been in an abusive space or situation, maybe you could do them a favor and send this along to them. I don't like sharing these things. (laughs) I have full on said before, I do not want to be the poster child for abuse because I really do not even feel like I was abused to the extent that I've always felt more like a survivor rather than a victim. Like I, I just don't, I just don't put myself in that space, if you will. So I don't want to claim that I know all things, but I do want to say this much that I know the healing and the growth and the testimony that comes from being removed from this situation 
it's unbelievable. And it's something that many people need to hear is very possible. Because when you're in it, as a mama especially, I remember thinking, if I remove myself, then I'm not there to protect my children. I remember thinking that. And so I think that it would be very common for women to think this. However, when you're in the abusive situation and they know that you are not going to leave, it enables the abuse. When you leave, it actually puts them under accountability and what I call a magnifying glass as far as our behavior for the very first time. Now, most people that abuse, they don't necessarily have a conscience that can care. And so they may not even be bothered that they've been exposed or that people now know that they abused the people that they were called to love, right? Some people that just doesn't bother them. But for most, it will put them in a space where they are aware that their behavior is finally for the very first time being watched, being documented, um, being uh, being vocalized, the whole that that you now have a voice with it. And so it actually is just the opposite. You think that, okay, if I stay, then I'm there to keep them protected. It's actually just the opposite. It's when you remove yourself and expose the abuse that the abuse will hopefully start to minimize, if not diminish altogether, um, because of the stance that you've taken. And it's it's crazy <laughs> because it's crazy, okay? But I just want to share these words and that wisdom that I've lived through because I think that even if they aren't for you, they're for somebody that you know. And so if it is impressed on you, somebody, or something's impressed on your spirit to share this with somebody, I don't want to even press publish tonight, let alone have you share it. (laughs) But the thing is, is that all glory be to God. It's releasing these words to the world in wisdom so that somebody else can be spared that pain. And so it's worth it to me to say, you know what? Share it, please. Absolutely. Because these are the words that I could have used when I was sitting there wondering, how can I keep my family safe? How can I keep them most safe? Um, and usually what you come up with, it's, it's false. And I'm here as, like I say, wisdom, time, growth, freedom, testimony to say it's just not true. It, you actually are safer once you remove yourself and expose the situation. Um, and so with that, I don't want to put anybody in danger. I would always say that nobody knows that abuser like the person that's being abused. Nobody knows them better. And so you have to trust them that they will know when the time to leave. Because when we're watching on the outside, we're like, are you crazy? Just get out of there. And it's like, no, that that's really dangerous, you guys. That is dangerous advice. So please understand that I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you will know when it is time to leave if you're in a situation like this better than anybody else will. Um, And so you do have to listen to the Lord and ask him to keep you safe and direct your steps and surround you with the people and support to get you through. So anyway, I know it. Like I say, extra thick. I can't even avoid it. (laughs) I cannot avoid it. 
And I cannot tell you how hard this is. Um, But to God, just be glorified in my sharing this. um, Because I don't remember that. Like, I remember it happening. I read that story. I remember it. I remember it entirely. I can see the light. I can hear the footsteps coming towards everything. But it is like 15 lives ago. Like, it is like a complete different person even. Like, this isn't something that I daily rewind or daily remember or go back. No, I am literally just telling a story about a completely different person in a completely different time. Um, I'm so far removed from that, it's unbelievable. Now here too, though, all glory be to God, what I want you to see, the power of forgiveness in that I will just in the next month, be in the same space and place as this person that has harmed me. And I still um, will be kind and loving and um, no doubt about it. And my children will see me be kind and loving. And I wouldn't, they shouldn't expect any less and I wouldn't expect any less of myself. I know that the Lord wants me to just be forgiving and loving and kind. And so I want you to see the power of forgiveness that can take place too. It's just growth and it's maturity. And, um, you know, once you're removed from it for so long, it, you know, the, the thing, the feelings just start to diminish, you know? And so I want you to see the miracle in the story here too that miracle of forgiveness and, um, know that that's possible for anybody. It's, um, it's, um, man, again, I'm not kidding you guys. I just, I'm like, am I going to publish this thing? Yeah, I'll publish it. (laughs) It'll be just fine. (laughs) The sun will still rise in the morning. (laughs) Andrea may have a vulnerability hangover for a couple days, but it always goes away. (laughs) Um, But um, I just, I want you to share it. You know what I mean? If you know somebody, please share it. Because I don't want to think that I ever went through any of this for not, you know. It has to be for the glory of God. It has to be so that other women can be helped or protected. It has to be so that people can see redemption and forgiveness. It it just has to be. Um, Otherwise, it you know, it is for not, right? So that is it. Tell you what, I will be back tomorrow. I'm already looking forward to coffee and worship and sunshine and Pagosa Springs (laughs) and all the yummy things. So with that, just know I will be chatting at y'all tomorrow. Have a great night. Take care.